Welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. These podcasts are designed to motivate, educate, and to inspire you to take huge action in your life, to change your life from this moment on. I interview inspiring guests with amazing stories that you can hopefully learn from, relate to, and spur you on to achieve big things. If you want to follow my personal journey and all the different things that we do, please follow me on Instagram, which is Terry underscore Blackburn underscore property. Or on YouTube, my page is Terry Blackburn property. Me, myself, I've been from rags to riches, had nothing. Now I've built multiple businesses in over millions of pounds. I have a multi-million pounds portfolio of property up in the northeast of England. I am by no means done yet. So please get in touch if you love the show. If you have any feedback for me, I'd really appreciate that. And I'm happy to help as many people as I possibly can. That's what this show is all about. So enjoy the episode. Take care. Have a fantastic day. And don't just take notes, take action. Just before the podcast starts, I just wanted to let you know, I've released a book on Amazon called Be a Lion. So Be a Lion is about how to dominate and how to be successful in every part of your life. The four main parts of your life being your business or your career, your property, empire, your property business, uh, your health and fitness, and your relationships. Now, if you can be more successful in those four areas, business, property, health and fitness, and relationships, I'd imagine your life's going to be quite a bit better. It's not one or the other. It's not sacrificing your health and fitness in order to be successful at work. And it's not being really, really wealthy, you know, at the expense of your your relationship. You can be happy, successful content in every single part of your life. And the book does explain how I do that and how I believe you could replicate what I've done and just be a little bit better in each part of your life. So it's on Amazon, be a line. It's 15 quid, cost of a Domino's pizza. I'm sure... Everyone listening to this can afford 15 quid and it might just change you and it might just make you a little bit better in each part of your life. So pop on Amazon, grab it. That'll be massively appreciated and enjoy this podcast. Have a fantastic day. Hi, and welcome to the Rags to Richie show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So today's episode is a solo episode on non-negotiables, things that you must have if you want to be successful in property. By the way, successful in property isn't four or five battlelets. That That's not successful. Successful is someone who's buying in volume, huge profitable cash flow, positive cash flow, month on month scaling, developing to getting onto bigger and bigger things and creating a monster, creating a real big profitable organization that is successful. Um, it's not, I'm not going to teach you how to get one or two battlelets because all due respect, anybody could do that. Um, so the non-negotiables, the things that you must do, the, you must have, you must be in order to become successful is what I'm going to talk to you about. And I think I'm qualified to talk about that. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you a couple of things before I start. Things that you don't need to be successful. You don't need a lot of money for one. Let's dispel that, that myth straight away. You don't need millions of pounds in the bank in order to make a big business. You don't because I've never had that. Um, I've gradually built up what I've got. Uh, you don't need luck and you don't need timing. That's another myth, in my opinion. People say timing and all this rubbish, timing's important. And yes, it is to a degree, but you don't need it. It's not a non-negotiable. And the thing is, you can't predict timing. You can you can guess, but nobody really knows. And yes, there's plenty of cases where people have said, 
I'm going to do this now because I think this is going to happen. And they have been right. But there's countless times where they've said, I'm going to do this because of this. And they've been wrong. So timing is something that you can't really, with 100% certainty, 100% positivity that that is going to happen. You can't do that. So let's get rid of luck. Let's get rid of timing because they are not non-negotiables and they are not must-haves in order to be successful. You don't need A-levels. You don't need degrees. You don't need GCSEs because I've got none of them. I failed absolutely everything. So let's dispel that as well. You definitely don't need those. Um, if you want to be successful. So I brought down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things. Probably be some more that springs to mind when I'm doing this. So nine things that I truly believe that if you have them, you will achieve massive success in property. Okay. I really believe that. So let's get started. So being consistent and persistent. That's the first one. Being consistent with your consistency. So being consistent for a month, is that consistent? Being consistent for a month and then dropping off is what actually a lot of people do. Some people don't even do that. Some people do two weeks and then drop off for the second week, two weeks of the month. Some people are full of enthusiasm and, and energy and drive for a month and then they get distracted or they go on holiday and they lose that consistency. So you've got to be consistent with your consistency. That means being consistent for a long period of time. Okay. Doing your daily habits, going to the gym, you know, keeping active, doing your viewing, speaking to letting agents, speaking to estate agents, speaking to lenders, speaking to vendors, going to network and all of the things that you do as a property investor or a developer you need to do consistently and you need to, you've got to understand that this is, this isn't even a one year plan, a two year plan. You're consistent for the rest of your life until you get to a stage where you are fully convinced that you can retire and step back and you, it's right for you to do that. That is the only time that this stops. So maybe he's getting your head around, you know, this isn't one or two years push and then you can sit back and retire because I don't know many people who've done that, who've actually retired. I'm in a position where I can retire. So are many people that I know, but not one of them all. Because why would you? I know people in the 60s um, who are very, very wealthy. You know, you talk, you're talking people worth hundreds of millions and they still haven't retired. I know a couple of people who were worth billions and they haven't retired. So like, what does that tell you? You definitely shouldn't be thinking about retiring if you've got five bite lets. Okay. So being consistent and persistent is point one. Point two, not many people talk about this, but it's definitely true. Sorry, I'm drinking my coffee as we're uh, doing this. I'm necking my coffee quite quick because I've had very little sleep with my little son, who's amazing, but he doesn't like to sleep. Point two is being good at sales, right? So this is a non-negotiable if you want to be successful, hugely successful in property. You've got to be good at sales, right? Never mind this, I'm an introvert and all this bollocks. You need to be good at sales. And if you're not good at sales, you need to get good at sales now. And I'll tell you why. Every point of the property journey you are selling, okay? So for example, if you're doing a viewing, you're either selling to the estate agent or the vendor, why you should buy that property. You've got to sell to them why they should accept your offer. 
over somebody else's offer. If you're lowballing them and you're putting a below market value offer in, you need them to agree with the, your rationale and to put that to the vendor. And then you've got to sell to the vendor why they should accept. Half the time you don't speak to the vendor, so you've got to sell to the agent why they should then sell it to the to the vendor. You're always selling. You've got to sell to the angel investor why they should invest with you. You've got to sell to your JV partner why they should be in business with you. You've got to sell to the builder why they should do it on your time scales and to your budget. You've got to sell to the builder why they should knock some money off that price. You've got to sell to the solicitor why this needs to be done by Friday and they need to hurry up. You need to sell to your mortgage broker why they should either discount your fee or put you to the top of the queue or speed your application up. You're selling all the way through. You need to sell to the tenant or the guest why they should rent or stay in your property. Like selling is is every part. And I think I'm pretty much, not every part, but a big chunk of every single business out there. Every single one. So if you want to be hugely successful, you need to get good at that. Things like your tone of voice. Because if you also, I've done a set, I've done a, a podcast on this telephone techniques, really important. Because if you're just selling down the phone, as in you're putting your offer forward to the agent over the phone, or you're speaking to the builder over the phone, or the vendor, or the angel, or whoever, all you've got is your tone of voice, right? That's it. So if you have a really low tone of voice and you're monotone and you don't speak very well, people aren't going to like you. People aren't going to warm to you. They're not going to listen to you and they're not going to trust you. So get your tone of voice nailed on. I've done a session on this. I don't need to recap. But being a salesman or a saleswoman, a salesperson, whatever you want to call yourself, is number two. And that is so, so important. And it's something that many people overlook and they don't master. My background is sales, so I'm, I, I'm just good at sales because I've done it a long period of time. Um, If you haven't, you need to get good at it. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there say that, you know, sales is one of the most important jobs that they had in their career. That set them up to be good in business. So if you're early doors and you're just starting off, get a part-time sales job or get a sales job because uh, it will give you good life skills that transfer into business and property. Number three, a tough skin. Now, you are definitely, definitely going to get multiple knockbacks, setbacks, issues, errors, mistakes, difficult situations, tough decisions. You know, they are going to happen. If you're buying a couple of outlets and, yeah, you know, anybody can deal with that. When you're buying big million-pound buildings or you, you've got 25 refurbishments on it once, you've you know, something goes wrong, you buy you buy something and, and the refurbs double what you, you anticipated, the builder screws you over, mortgage products are pulled, deals don't stack, you buy something at auction and don't get a survey, all these things, right? There's a million and one things that can go wrong. But weak people and soft-skinned people will crumble a little bit at a little bit of pressure and they will panic, they will flap, they'll get down, they'll get, you know, depressed and all of that because of difficult situations. Now, the people with tough skin, the people who can just deal with it are the people that win long term. Anybody can have a real purple patch, a real good patch without an error and think that the chocolate, think that they're the man, think that they're the woman, everything's going the way. 
Like anybody can do well when things are going your way, right? And when that happens, great. You'll definitely have times like this as well. But then when shit hits the fan and something doesn't go your way, people crumble, they sell the assets, they quit, they go back to employed land, they stop buying property, they tell everyone why they shouldn't buy property because the boiler broke, because the tenant didn't pay. All that bollocks, right? It's just weak. It's weak-minded. You need to be tough-skinned. Tough-skinned and just remember that the road to your destination is never straight and it's never smooth. It's always going to take twists and turns and it's going to be bumpy. There's going to be speed bumps. There's going to be potholes all the way along this journey, right? As soon as you accept that, it actually takes the sting off these things and just have a solution focus in in any situation. So this is what I teach my team about is when a builder's whinging on, as they do, <laughs> sorry, any builders listening, but as they do, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong, you can't do this, you can't do that. What's the solution? Oh, the lenders have increased the rates and da da. So what's the solution? Creative finance, etc. Always look for the solution because in every situation or every problem, there is a solution. It might not be very, it might not be one that you like, but there is a solution. So being solution focused. Um, that's tough skin. So next one, I know some of these are a bit obvious, right? But it's still good to say and talk through because it'll remind you to date and give you a bit of a kick up the arse. Um, work ethic. So a work ethic is something that actually a lot of people don't have. A lot of people are quite lazy. A lot of people think they're working hard, but they're not. I've heard people say to me, you know, I'm a really hard worker. I work really hard. I say, so what's that look like? What time do you get up in the morning? What time do you start work? What time do you stop work? And, you know, they're not really working very hard. There's always somebody working harder and there's someone achieving more than you and me right now. You're listening to a podcast. Somebody else is working. When you were in bed snoring this morning, somebody was working. Your competition was working when you go to bed tonight. Are you watching Netflix tonight? Somebody else is working. So somebody's working harder than you. Therefore, they will probably achieve more as long as they're reasonably skilled. So working hard and having a good work ethic is obvious, but it's still overlooked a little bit. And people convince themselves that they're working hard when sometimes they're not. I've been guilty of this. At the moment, I'm going through a, a hard time uh, with lack of sleep just with a new baby. So I'm not working as hard as I, as I have done previously for obvious reasons. But that situation is different. Sometimes you've got to you've got to realize where you are. You know, I've worked hard for my whole life, pretty much. Um, and as soon as I start to get some sleep and getting a bit of a routine, I'll be I'll be back working to the hours that I used to work. So work ethic, don't be lazy. Don't be naive and actually put some hours in and you will get massive results. And that is a definite non-negotiable in order to be successful. So that is, what's that? One, two, three. That was four. So mindset. Mindset is, again, it's something that everyone's aware of. You've got to have a strong mindset. You've got to be driven. You've got to be determined. You know, all of these things. You've got to be relentless. You've got to be unbreakable. But mindset, it's similar to tough skin. Like mindset means to me just being unbreakable. Like no matter what occurs in my life, I'll be fine. 
I'll be fine because my mindset is strong enough. If I lost everything, I'll make it all back. If I get a deal wrong, I'll be able to pull it back at some point. Like my mindset is I can do anything that I want and I can achieve anything that I want if I put my mind to it. I can solve any problem and I can get to any goal. But that's just because I truly believe in myself and my mindset is like that. It is bulletproof. It is unbreakable. And try and have that mindset too. And yes, you might not have as much experience, but that doesn't matter. I thought like this 10 years ago. I always thought I was going to do something big and I thought I was going to be good at what I'd done and I would achieve big things and be well-renowned and well-recognized. That's recognized for what I do. That that's That's what I knew years ago. Now, if you don't have that, you need to work on yourself and, and remind yourself that you're no different to me. You're no different than someone who's doing 10 times more than me either. The only difference is people are doing different things on a daily basis to get to where they want to be. That's the only difference. And the good thing is about mindset, it's one of the only things in this entire world that you can control is mindset. You can control your mindset right now. You can't control the weather. You can't control mortgage rates. You can't control banks or builders or right move or estate agents or the people. You, you can't control that, but you can control your mindset right now. Right now. So sort your shit out if you're in a bit of a slump. Get your mindset right and get back on it. Okay? That's my advice to you. That's mindset. Next one. I don't know what number we're up to, but I'm just going to keep I'm going to keep going. Healthy body, healthy mind. I talked about this one before as well. It's a non-negotiable, and this is a real important one, right? Your health is non-negotiable. It doesn't matter if you're making £10 million a month. If you're unhealthy, it's pointless. Or if you're making a grand a month. If you're unhealthy, it's pointless because you can't spend your money, you can't do anything with it, and you'll become unhappy. You might get into hospital and all these horrible things that come with being unhealthy. You might be slow, sluggish, tired all the time. Like it, it, it stems from being unhealthy. So, watching what you eat, making sure you're exercising, regardless of what you've got going on in your life. Right, this is another thing. Don't lie to yourself and tell yourself that you don't have time for exercise because if you have time to watch Netflix, you have time for exercise. If you have time to go to work, you have time for exercise. Like you do. You can't tell me the second you open your eyes, you're working until the second you go to bed, because that's a lie. And if you even if you are doing that, you can you can have an hour. Like no job is is, is that demanding. So just get over it. Get yourself in the gym or even do an exercise. I work I work out in the house a lot. I do um I've got a decent gym, but but even if you didn't have gym equipment in the house, you can do push-ups, you can do you know, you can go for a run, you can go for a walk. Like there is a lot of things that you can do. You can get some cheap dumbbells. You can do a little circuit in the house for 30 minutes every morning and just watch how much better you will be at work. Just watch. It is 100%. It's probably, probably it's one of the most important non-negotiables out of everything I'm talking about here. Health is everything. And this is from, um, I can't actually remember who said this online, but... Um, I've definitely heard someone say it online. In order of importance, in the things that are going on in your life, health is number one, relationships and love is number two, and money is number three. Because everything after that, if that was a pyramid and, and health was at the top, 
relationships and love was second, money was third, everything underneath that you can get if you've got health, relationships, love, and money. Money buys pretty much everything else, doesn't it? It doesn't buy your health. It helps with health. And it doesn't buy love. Definitely doesn't buy love. If it does, you're in the wrong relationship. <laughs> You've got a gold digger. But those three things are everything, right? And health is at the top. Get your health right. Get your relationships right. And your love situation right. Because you've got someone at home. Because that's really important. And get your money on point. Because your money is your businesses, your property, your investments, your everything else, right? And then everything else is sound. You can live a good life with everything else, okay? Next one, having a good circle, right? So this is a good group of either colleagues, friends, or just people who you can bounce off. This isn't going out on a weekend every weekend with a group of people. That's not this, right? That's not what I'm saying. And everyone knows the phrases, your network is your net worth. Everyone, everyone's heard of these phrases. Everyone's aware of them, right? But I don't... I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's a non-negotiable that you must go to networking events because that I don't think that's non-negotiable. I think it's important, but I don't think it's non-negotiable. What I think is non-negotiable is having people who you can ring and ask them questions who are more experienced than you. Having someone who you can message, or having a mentor or a coach of some sort or just having people around you. I didn't have a mentor or a coach for many, many years. Um, you know, most of my property journey. It's only recently that I've got a coach. And I was fortunate enough just to know some good people who I could ask questions of. If I was in a situation of, you know, I had an idea, I could run it past somebody. That is non-negotiable. So if you don't have that, start reaching out to people on social media and start going to networking to get those people in your phone book who you can lean on. Because they will 100% be needed at some point and will either improve a situation or resolve a problem or take it to that next level. Really, really important. Um, get good at the numbers is, is another one. So, um, or recruit somebody in your business who's good at numbers because business sales property, if you boil it all down, a lot of the time it is actually just about numbers. Um, it's P&Ls, it's profit and losses, it's return, it's ROIs, it's yields, it's whatever metrics that you look at. That's what it comes down to. You should have some clear rules of what you buy, what type of return you want on your money, and and you stick to them and you monitor them monthly. Um, don't just wait until the end of the year to do a P&L. Monitor them monthly so you're on top of your numbers. Really, really important. And I'll probably say the last one is... is being disciplined, um, and again, this is something that's overlooked. It's something that um, many people understand what discipline, being disciplined means, and they understand how important it is, but they just don't do it. So I'll give you an example. Start of the year, they set a goal, buy this many property, you know, drop this much weight, you know, earn this much money, right? By February... The, half of them they've either forgot they've stopped they've stopped trying as hard they've stopped pushing or whatever right it's it becomes it 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 comes down to not being disciplined enough so if i set a goal i am 100 all in disciplined enough i'm disciplined enough to take the daily actions in the daily steps to get to that long-term goal 
Some people say that they're disciplined, but they're still sitting on Netflix every night. They say they're disciplined, but you know, they're still having 10 hours sleep. They say they're disciplined, but they're still out every weekend partying and drinking and take until Tuesday, Wednesday to sort themselves out. That's not disciplined. If you look at the most focused people in the world who are achieving the most in any particular field, look at the discipline. They will sacrifice things in order to get to where they want to be. And I'm not saying you should not go out and not enjoy yourself because I think that's a pretty boring life as well. But you've got to be disciplined enough to do the habits and the hard things daily, right? Anybody can do the easy things and anybody can get up it's six o'clock in the morning when life is good. But when life's not going your way, life's a little bit harder. You've had a few challenges. You're a bit tired and this has happened and that's happened. Like disciplined people still get up. But most people will just let themselves off and think, oh, you know, not going to do it today. No, I'll let myself off today. I've just said that. I'm not working as much, but that's a conscious decision because of my, my my newest child, my son, like my first two kids, I missed their upbringing because I was working too much because I was disciplined and I was too focused. I made a decision to be disciplined actually to be there for my son this time. Um, So it's not that I'm not disciplined, letting myself off here. It's, it's I'm actually disciplined it being there for my son. So that that's another example, but I'm sure you'll be able to relate to that. Um letting yourself off is 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 one thing, but just not being disciplined enough to stick to your goals is is just a weak minded thing. It's it's a poor man's or poor woman's um view of the world. And and those people who who lack discipline never ever achieve the big things. So I think that's my summary of non-negotiables and things that you must do in order to be hugely successful in property. Now, one of these things might have struck a chord with you. One of them might have really stood out. One of them, might you might think, you know what? I need to work on that. I need to do a little bit more of that or a little bit less of that. I can't make you do anything, right? I can just talk from my experiences and my life, which has got me to where I am. Um, And I truly believe these things are accurate and true, what I've just said. And I truly believe if any of, one listening to this, if you've done all of these things that I've just mentioned, your life will transform and you will achieve a lot more in property and business and in your life. So on that note, thank you very much for listening. Hope you've got something. Don't just take notes, take action, get on with it. No one's going to save you. No one's going to go and come and gift you the goals. You've got to go and get the goals. So thank you. Have a fantastic day. Take care. Hi, everyone. Just before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you could pop on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the more attention the podcast gets. And then it enables me to get even better guests and give even more inspiration and even more motivation to you guys. So I'd really appreciate it if you popped onto Apple Podcasts, left us a review, shared the podcast with your friends and family, um, plenty on social media to try and grow the podcast which enables me to inspire you guys even more. Thank you so much. I'm really, really grateful. I really appreciate it and have a fantastic